0: Welcome to the Practically Spiritual Podcast, I'm Waikyu from Magic, and in this episode I'm going to be talking about how does the tarot work. And I'll also be sharing a tarot reading that I did about this podcast and me. In previous episodes, I talked about how I use tarot practically and for a lot of people who haven't gotten in touch with tarot yet, it's surprising that how can 78 pieces of paper say what is happening. And for me as well, you know my story, I'm not a psychic because I do feel that if you're a psychic, if you're channeling messages from gods and deities, it's like a source. But for me, I cannot channel anything or anyone. And the only thing that I'm using when I'm reading tarot is my intuition as well as the meanings of the cards. But before I talk about how it works, at least from my point of view, I want to talk about what is a tarot reading. So I know most of the people who follow me already know what a tarot reading is. But for you people who don't know what a tarot reading is, what happens is that there is a tarot reader, the person who interprets the card, and there are 78 cards in a deck. And these 78 cards all point to different facets of life. Some can be bigger themed. So for example, the major arcana are bigger themes, while some can be more everyday life things like the minor arcana. And based on these, we kind of tell stories from the cards. So the way I read tarot is that I have a very clear question that I wanna ask because when you do not have a clear question, it's much harder to interpret the cards. So once I have the question, and I can have several questions, so later you will see a demonstration of how I read for myself. Once you have the questions ready, you shuffle cards and you pull cards and you interpret the cards. So when I say I read tarot, it's more about interpreting the cards so fit it into the situation where it is about the client or it is about what my life is going on. And because there are 78 cards, it's quite easy to just play some of the meanings into your life and to make it make sense as well. So I do find that that is how tarot works for me. For me, it is not about suddenly a thunderstruck and then you can see the future. It's really about adapting what you know into the cards. I also like to compare tarot reading to the inkblot test, where you look at the picture and you say what's on your mind. So if you look at like an inkblot and you say, oh, daddy and mommy are fighting, we know that subconsciously you are thinking about your father and mother fighting. So if you're reading tarot for yourself and you see stories that is deep in your subconscious, it works for you because it is whatever you already knew, but it's just bringing it out into the light. But what happens when I'm reading for someone else? How am I able to tell my mom that she shouldn't be getting the card? So I do think that part of it can be the self-fulfilling prophecy. Someone tells you something and you think it's going to happen. Eventually, it will happen because you have subconsciously made it happen. Then there is the other side of the tarot that's a bit more woo-woo, that's a little more unexplainable when it comes to reading for other people. I like to think of it as synchronicity. It's like uh, what messages you need to hear in life. You kind of pull the cards and me as a tarot reader tells you what the cards are showing. And if it makes sense to your life, you take it in. If it doesn't make sense, you let it go. And I would say that there are some times when people don't really get my card meanings and that is fine. I do try and pull more cards to see whether it makes sense to them, but sometimes there are moments where people just don't get your reading and that is okay. As I was editing this podcast, I realized that, hey, wait a minute, I'm talking about tarot reading, but I haven't done a reading for you as a demonstration. Of course, tarot cards are very visual things. So what I'll do is I'll take a picture and put it in the show notes. So if you want to see what the pictures of the cards look like, you can check it out there. I think we also need a intro music to my tarot readings on this podcast. Welcome to you Reads Tarot on the Practically Spiritual Podcast. And today we're reading a personal reading for myself. I told you in one of the episodes is that for me, tarot is really personal. I use it a lot more for myself than I use it for other people. Which also means that I believe most of the readings that I'll be doing in this podcast are about me. But I might open it up uh, for other people in the future. I have not decided it yet. And for myself, when I'm reading tarot, I rarely use tarot spreads that are created by others. And the reason is because at this point, I know the questions that I need to ask. I know how to have very specific to the point questions so that my tarot readings make sense. If you are getting started, it might be a bit more difficult to set these questions. So I would recommend that if you're starting out, you use tarot spreads that have already been created. And today I am going to do a reading on starting a new project because this podcast for me is a new project. I just want to see, you know, what it's coming up and then also what this project means to me. So I actually jotted down the note before starting this and I read, eventually I read five questions, but I kind of had to pull a few more cards to elaborate. And then the first question that I read was, uh, what does this project mean to me? Second is, what do I need to be aware of? Third question is, who is my audience? Fourth question is, what are the challenges? The fifth question is, what strengths do I have to overcome these challenges? So I shuffle the cards and I pull the five cards based on the questions. What I like to do is shuffling it and then pulling the cards but placing them face down so it's not revealed yet because I do find that if I reveal it too soon, it would just cloud my explanation of the future cards. So after I have all five of them laid out, I flip them open one by one and I take a look at a glance. So if you know tarot, I'm going to tell you what the cards are. What does the project mean to me? I have four wands. Number two, what do I need to be aware of? The world. Number three, who is my audience? The empress. Number four, it is uh, the Challenges, it is the Seven of Wands, and number five is the Ten of Swords. Because it's a bit confusing, I pulled another card to clarify, and it is the Five of Pentacles, so I stopped there. So let me try and explain uh, what happens when I'm reading a tarot Reading. At first glance, I look at all the cards, I see two Major Arcana. So for me, when there's at least one Major Arcana, it kind of means this question is pretty important to the person because there are readings basically where there are no major arcanas and it's just kind of a small event in your life that you you kind of forget. But for me, because there are two and these two are not bad cards, I think that this question for me and this whole situation is quite important. So yes, I did this t- podcast for fun, but maybe, you know, it can come to something else. So number one, what does this project mean to me for of wands? Four of Wands is about celebration, and it's a celebration with a lot of people. If you look at the card itself, I am hoping that there's a picture. If you look at the cards we see four wands and then uh, draped across the the wands the sticks is like a canopy of fruits and vegetables and probably just fruits not veggies and then there are two ladies who are just like holding those bouquets and then just like and then behind them there are a bunch of other people celebrating and behind all of this there's a castle so for me four of wands is about celebration with a lot of people so from then if i'm interpreting it for this podcast it kind of means that for me This podcast means ability for me to celebrate the joys of tarot with a lot more people versus like, you know, reading tarot on my own. This podcast I'm sharing with a lot of people, which is really really nice. And for someone who's an introvert, who doesn't really like to go out, I think this is also a nice way for me to reach out. And question number two is, what do I need to be aware of? So uh, I pulled the card, and then it is the world. So I have to admit that once I pull the card, it felt a bit wonky. It felt a bit weird. So perhaps this question is not the best question. But if I try to apply the world to me, this kind of stumps me. So if you are a tarot reader as well, it's okay to be stumped and I'm trying to see how it might fit because the weird thing is the world is about a completion of a project which once i say this out loud i think it's also a completion of my thought that i want to start a podcast so finally i have started it i planned it finally it's in the world in the world oh my goodness now that i say it out loud it's in the world it's something for other people and perhaps a part of me also wants this to be quite nice not perfect but nice and complete it for other people, because I know for myself, I am very impatient. I'm always like, let's do this thing, and then let's just give it up because I don't like it. So perhaps this podcast for me has a bit of longevity, and I try to have it built into something that is uh, long-standing, perhaps, so that it's a nice completed project for me eventually. And then the third question is, who is my audience? So this is a very marketing kind of question, because As someone who does marketing, who, you know, do a lot of social media stuff, I know that there is an audience. And of course, if you're doing a podcast, there is an audience there. Then who is it? And mine is the Empress. So this is for you queens out there who are amazing, who take care of yourself, who are luxuriating in your life. This is for you. And if you are one of these Empresses, let me know and just say hi in my DMs. I'm Magic on Instagram. And I realized I haven't described the card, so I think I'm hopeful that I put a picture up. So if there's a picture, you can go see what's happening there. And then the two other cards that came up are not that great. So number four is Challengers and the Seven of Wands. So interestingly, this kind of links to the first card, which is the Four of Wands. They are just a bit more Wands. So I do see that if I'm linking it to the Four of Wands, I want to start something that's public-facing, that's a lot of other people, but once you put yourself out there, there can be people who are just like against you or even try to like, you know, bring you down. Honestly, I don't really participate in things like that. So I'm hopeful that no one comes up and then say, hey, you're doing a terrible job and I have to fight other people. So hopefully I don't. I don't participate in those things, I think. And I hope no one does that for me too. And if you are hate listening to this, congratulations. This is more than five minutes of me and then you've hate listen to me i don't think most of you guys who are listening are hey listeners but if you are one thank you for your download and then the fifth card is the strength that i have to overcome the whatever problem there was and i got like terrible terrible cards i got the ten of swords and then i tried to clarify it with the five of pentacles so the ten of swords is a very visually um, interesting card there's a man lying on the ground and there are 10 shorts behind his back. And then when I looked at it, I was a bit um, confused because what does this mean for me when it comes to this whole podcast? So I thought about it for pretty long time then I kind of thought hey my strength basically is that I'm able to walk through difficult things difficult situations endings perhaps so perhaps further down the road I'll be talking a lot more about endings and then you know situations that are a bit painful and how do we overcome them so at this point I do not have the ability to do that but perhaps 10 episodes down the road 20 episodes down the road a whole season down the road I'm able to be that person so that's great. That is very motivating. And then because I wasn't really sure what Ten of Swords was, I pulled another card and it's a Five of Pentacles. And this is also one of the sad cards and like visually it, it, there are two people who are who are dressed in rags and they are in the snow. It's snowing and behind them there is a kind of like a stained glass window that looks very bright. So this card in particular means suffering through hardship, and then going through tough time so if this is one of the explanations for so ten of swords i do feel that this overcoming hardship this difficult thing is something that perhaps i can address with tarot and with this podcast so that is the reading about me my relationship with this podcast and if you are starting anything new maybe you can try this out maybe you can swap out the number two card what is there to be aware of you know it's a bit confusing But I'm going to just put this into a, perhaps even a spread, even though I don't use spreads, but some people would like it. So I'm just going to put it into a spread and I'm going to share it. Yes. So that is actually, that is all for me for today. I think this episode was one of my longest episodes. Uh, Thank you so much for staying with me until now. And then I will see you in the next episode. (music) Bye-bye. This episode of the practically spiritual podcast is brought to you by my free tarot training the tarot pre-workshop training this is the actual training i give to my tarot students to help them prepare for their tarot workshop head to freetarotschool.com for the seven day access in this free training you will learn why tarot is easier than astrology as a divination tool which tarot deck is most convenient to start with the structure of the tarot deck and a quick guide on how to conduct a tarot reading you can sign up for the 7-day access to this free tarot pre-workshop training over at freetarotschool.com. That is F-R-E-E-T-A-R-O-T-S-C-H-O-O-L.com.